Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Now, earlier on, I was saying that we are going to be joined on the line by Dr. Cindy, who does so every Saturday as usual. And uh, today we're talking about, I suppose, something that could be a bit uh, awkward for parents. I think not so much for the kids, but mostly for the, for, for the parents. Um, a very good morning to you, Dr. Cindy, and thanks for joining us. Thank you, thank you. I'm joining you from um, Zimbali. Yes, from the beautiful Zimbali. It's stunning. The views are absolutely stunning. Yeah. yeah I'm happy you, to be chatting to you. I love your life. Like, I, I feel like you are living the life that I should be living. I should be there. Honestly, no, your life is fabulous. Yeah. Your life is fabulous. <laughs> Please. <laughs> anyway, so we are talking today about menstruation and kids. Now, I am yeah. from a family of girls only so for me it was it was a lot easier transitioning from you know like uh, that period where like uh, you don't have periods and the next thing you start periods so the conversation was a lot easier for me but i know for a lot of parents it is kind of a bit of an awkward um you know start yes it is um i think you know a lot of a lot of us have um advocated our responsibility of discussing um sex and sexuality and and menstruation to life orientation skills Mm. and, and teachers and the reality is that the information has to come from home, whether it's from a parent or a secondary caregiver, or auntie, you know, we have to have these discussions at home. And the earlier these discussions start, the better for the child. I mean, I know that I've heard stories where people say their period started and they had no idea what was going on. They thought they were sick, they mm-hmm. thought they'd been injured, and they were really confused. Mm-hmm. And yet if someone had just spoken to the child about, about um, you know, men after the onset of menstruation, um, things, you know, the transition would have been, would have been easier. And the best age to start is really around the age of 8 and, and, and 10. So we eight, know that 10-year-old, uh, yeah, eight, 8 and 10, especially the 10-year-old, because I call the 10-year-old tweens. They are, they, are, they are in between us, right? Mm-hmm. And they're transitioning from childhood into, into um, the pre-pubertal um, um, era, you know? So this is when their body is starting to curve out a bit. They're padding out around the hips. Um, the breasts are budding. And the breasts can start budding as early as 7 years old. I mean, someone tweeted and asked that. And um, that's not precocious puberty. So precocious puberty would be a child developing breasts at the age of 5. But from 7 years, 8 years onwards, you should be having some changes. the conversation. Exactly. You know? And how do you, how do you and, start and the conversation, Dr. Cindy? Because, I mean, I would imagine well, that, okay, now, is it like one day you go to your child and you say, sit down here, uh, yeah. and now we're going to have the chat? Well, yes, that, that's actually what you do. So you, you just say, no, no, we need to talk about, about you know, where babies come from because obviously this is all leading to the sex talk which is going to come eventually. So, right. you know, where do babies come from and, and for someone to be able to fall pregnant, this is what happens, you know, before that. Before that. Mm. And the thing is, and this is the thing with, the, with, our, with our all of the bike parents and caregivers, the conversation has to happen in a place where you have the child's undivided attention. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. You go out to a restaurant or you go out to the park, Go somewhere where your child can't run away from you when they feel embarrassed yeah. for what you have to say. Mm. Then you must have your things written down. You must have your points written down. So that you're not standing either. Right? Mm. Number one, number two, number three, number four. Like a little agenda. A meeting must have an agenda. And you discuss each, 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 each agenda item in turn. And you give the child the chance to answer questions. So mm. I did with my, with my kids. I bought pads. I bought tampons. And um, I had them with. And I explained how everything was used. So... Umandi understands, if it's okay, if I start my period, I know exactly what to do. So the mm-hmm. pad in her bag, there's a pad in each car, each of our cars, and the, she knows where to find the pad at home. Because it can happen in the airport. So the last thing you want is child to be running around like a headless chicken when, when the period arrives. You might be at work, or mm-hmm. Goko might not be around. Oh, so, they might be at know, school. Exactly. So keep the pad and stand by, explain how everything works, 
And then, and then you know, and that's how the conversation went. It went, it went easy for me. Obviously, as a medical doctor, mm-hmm. it would be easier, but it's not impossible and it must be done. Okay. So the earlier, the better. So start having the conversation the at about uh, eight years or so. And then yes. hopefully, you know, by the time that they get in, well, they finally have their periods, it should be like an easy yeah. transition. Mm. And nothing and to be embarrassed to about as well, right? Because, I mean, I think I, yeah. we teach our kids and, to be embarrassed the about their bodies and what happens to their bodies. Exactly. And that's the thing. I mean, I remember, I mean, my daughter loves swimming. And the, the thing she asked is, can you bath during a period? Can you swim during a period? I said, yes, you can. And, and I explained how that, okay, you can use tampons, you can do this, and things, you know, mm-hmm. and she I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I don't mind. As long as I can swim, I'm happy. And, you know, that's, that is a concern that she had. I mean, when I saw my period, there's a least of my worries. I was not even worried about swimming. But here's a child that loves swimming and wants to know, will I be able to swim? Mm-hmm. The question is like, will I fall pregnant if I have sex with my period? Those things will come up. And you should be ready to answer this. All right. Thank you very much uh, for joining us, Dr. Cindy. We'll see you next week. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.